My thought was that if the world hadn't wanted me to look at him, it should not have brought him around. Christopher Coe. Doug Paul Case lives in Bloomington, where he's an MFA candidate at Indiana University and editor of Gabby, a new journal dedicated to the talkie poem. His poems have appeared in Court Green, Salt Hill, Redivider, and Hobart. Welcome to The Poet's Weave. I'm Romaine Rubinus Dorsey. Doug, what poems have you brought for us today? It's past midnight in Bloomington, and I'm playing DJ at a house party filled with young men so hip they won't call out my ironically blasting, we can't stop. Somebody keeps shouting, where are the girls at? Somebody shouts back, they'll be here soon. But they won't. And I won't figure out whom it's safe to ask for a dance. These boys like chugging Pap's blue ribbon and throwing darts at Brutus, the cat who belongs to the roommate that isn't home. Somebody finds a pack of extra-long sparklers, and everybody runs out of the house. I watch mine sparkle down to extinguished. I watch a boy pee on the neighbor's house while his buddy sits on his shoulders, drawing his name in the night. When they run out of sticks, they pull out their Marlboros, put out matches with thumbs. There's a lawn chair that's got my name on it. The host says, it's got your name on it. I tell him I'm having a great time. I tell him happy birthday as he walks away. The stars are bright, but not as bright as I'd like. The roommate who owns the cat arrives, wants to know if they're still going to break into the park's pool down the street. Cheers. They all strip down to their underwear, covering the driveway in jean shorts and tanks. The birthday boy shouts, let's go all the way, and a few do. They start running, hands thrust skyward. I stay in the chair that's got my name on it, left with the humming of a street light for almost a full minute before one comes back, having decided to leave his purple briefs hanging from a car's antenna. For a moment before he runs, he's still. On the eve of my 25th birthday, I wear my black leather jacket and brown leather boots, and I leave my house walking north along the back roads leading to the stadium. This is Indiana. This is the beginning of March, and the snow has melted from the roads, and the clouds are shallow enough for the oldest stars to make themselves known, to keep me looking up until I pass someone walking the other direction, who'll look up also to see whatever he thinks I'm seeing, which, frankly, isn't all that much. And this is power, is the start of the butterfly effect to which I'll only be able to imagine the ending. It won't be at the stadium, though, because the gates are closed and the lights, normally flooding the houses and fields for acres, enlivening the snow flats like amber morning, are off for the night. Save the one turned on the IU flag, giant and red and catching wind I'll never be able to feel through my hair, being small and temporal. And if I don't think too long about what a university is for, The sight of this contemporary coliseum is impressive, though, of course, not more so than the moon, hovering as it does, knowing all the things I thought I would know by now, at least how it feels to run, punch-drunk and stubborn, in the direction of something... blank. I don't know, and I feel, lately, like I'll never know if I need to. There's much I'll never discover, 
and tonight that list includes at least what lies beyond the open door at the end of the field, probably the team's locker room, which I'd love to see, left open by some janitor for the breeze, maybe, for this first night of spring air. I'd say the warmth has arrived in celebration, but even though this poem is just that, I'm not feeling quite so narcissistic. I'm feeling like I've missed out on something blank, something I could have only found before tonight, something involving my body and not the thoughts I have about the night, nor about the concrete built taller than dozens of me, for hundreds the size of me to watch the boys I missed out on colliding with one another, nor about this longing I can't seem to shake, nor about the years I've spent stagnant, content to sit with a book or the window or my thoughts, nor about the drive to the bar where I'm sitting, now, with a bourbon and coke. I'm writing, yes, this, and thinking, already, about with whom I might share it. Tomorrow I will go for a run. Tomorrow I will tell everyone how I listened, just past midnight, to the waitresses singing happy birthday, to a man on the other end of the bar. Things I could do to Matt Damon if we met on an airplane. Pretend not to notice him, even though he's sitting right across the aisle. Hum the Born Identity theme song at increasing volumes until he asks me to stop. Ask if never winning a major award for acting hurts. Tell him he should write another screenplay. Ask if he's seen Ben Affleck naked. Poke his bicep. Ask the flight attendant to give him an extra cookie. Put something in the overhead bin just to see if he looks at my butt. Fall into his lap and say, I've never felt this comfortable around a celebrity before. Ask if he's bothered by turbulence. Ask if he wears boxers or briefs. Spill water on his pants and press his lap with a napkin. Buy him one of those tiny bottles of wine. Blow in his ear. Write a note. I'm down if you're up. And slip it into his hand on the way to the bathroom. You've been listening to the poems of Doug Paul Case on The Poet's Weave. I'm Romaine Rubinus-Dorsey.